Welcome to No Compromises, a peek into the mind of two old web devs who have seen some things. This is Joel. And this is Aaron. I am in the presence of a longtime blogger, Mr. Aaron. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, know, I know over the years you've um, enjoyed sharing, teaching, mentoring, all these different things. And one of the ways you've done that is through your blog. And uh, you've kind of done less of that, if it's fair to say that, maybe on social media. And um, that's that's a common place where people share hot tips or mm-hmm. you know something new they learned. And so I just thought it might be interesting to kind of talk through your thought process and and things you found valuable over the years and and share that with everybody. Yeah. So I think one of the reasons why I have a, like a long running blog, um, and, and mind you, this is. I've written writing, there's over 500 entries, probably 600 now. I've been writing for over a decade, probably 15 years. Um, and so like, first little aside, if you go back and look at some of the really old ones, it's embarrassing how much, or how, how <laughs> well, now I'm going to. <laughs> um, yeah, see, that was my evil plan. Get more readers. <laughs> oh, boy. You better not read this. It's embarrassing. <laughs> Content marketing expert. <laughs> <laughs> but but so I, I kind of started it out because, especially back then, there was a lot less resources. Um, there wasn't like a stack overflow or something like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I wanted to make sure that I shared and taught things. And the reason is because uh, I learned a long time ago that when you when you teach stuff is how you really learn it. So you can know something, but when you actually, when you force yourself to teach someone that thing, then you have to maybe sometimes relearn it again mm-hmm. or learn the why yep. or be for sure that that's how it works. <laughs> right. Um, because if you're going to tell someone, you know, you shouldn't, you shouldn't just be making up stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, that, that was like one of the tools that I also did to kind of um, cement the learning in my, in my head is I, I, when I learned something new or um, whatever, I would, I would write a blog entry about it. A little bit more of a long form. I would explain, yeah. hey, here's the issue. Here's some code examples. And maybe here's why this is a good idea. Yeah, I, I've experienced that. I, I think back to when we had the the PHP meetup in town here and, and we'd present. And it'd be something that I knew inside and out. But then mm-hmm. you kind of, when you're organizing your thoughts, I, you sort of anticipate questions that people might ask you. And it, it does force you to go deeper and to make sure you really understand it and aren't just like parroting something that you heard somebody else say and you did, but you don't really know why you do it. So I, I like that. That's, that's a good approach. Yeah. And it actually kind of um, saves me from what I would consider embarrassing little uh, faux pas and wrong things online as well is I was going to um, go on Mastodon or Twitter and tweet about something I just saw. Um, and I was like, Oh, this is really cool. And this is how it works. I was writing a tweet or toot. Um <laughs> And um, uh, I was like, you know what? This would actually make a good blog entry. Mm-hmm. So I stopped what I was doing and I started writing the blog entry and I was detailing out and I ran the, everything. And all of a sudden I, I wrote everything. I was on like the the uh, three quarters through the blog entry. And I'm like, wait a second. Oh, that's that's not how it works. Oh, OK. And so I, I, I basically under, quote, understood how it wrote yeah. or works, wrote a whole entry about it at the very last step of saw, of doing that thing. You know, I was yeah. taking like screenshots and code samples and stuff. Mm-hmm. It did something unexpected, unexpected to me. Turns <laughs> out it was the way it was working. And I just okay. I just misunderstood it. And I was just lucky, quote, lucky all the way through my blog entry that the way I misunderstood it was still lining up with mm-hmm. um, what it was actually doing. And so I think, um, you know, I ended up like deleting that blog entry then, um, you know, that draft because I'm like, well, this isn't what 
what it does. And, you know, yeah. now that I understand what it does, this is a little bit different. It's a little bit outside of what I specialize in. It's not something I want to talk about and share, but at least sure. now I yeah. know it. Um, and I'm so glad I did that because otherwise I could have went on Twitter or Mastodon and shared out something. Mm-hmm. And I would have been wrong because I misunderstood how the tool works. Yeah. I, I, and again, I, you know, we don't, we don't, we know we're not perfect, so we will make mm-hmm. mistakes, but there's a difference. Yeah between making an unavoidable mistake. And it sounded like your process here kind of helped you, led you to realize, oh, this, I didn't fully understand this. Um, Maybe a bit of an aside, but I just want to throw it in here because I've been thinking about this lately is, um, you know, I love the impulse to share, to try to, you know, especially in the Laravel community, there's a lot of people sharing tips and tricks and little code screenshots and hot tips and fire emojis and all that good stuff. And and that's fine. I mean, that that's great. I've enjoyed those. I know I've shared them with you. And then you're like, shut up, Joel. I already knew that. But um, <laughs> I, one thing I've seen, and, and I'm trying not to be critical here, but I, I'll just share it because I've been thinking it, which is some of them are really great. You know, oh, I didn't know that. Or that's an interesting take on it. Or, you know, hmm, that's, a, mm-hmm. that's a way I haven't considered doing something before. But then there's like, a bunch of them that literally look like somebody took a printed out the Laravel manual, threw a dart at the wall, and it hit like a collection method. And they're like, that's a hot tip. And I like I get that people are at different steps in their learning journey. And especially if they haven't read the docs, they might not know that. Mm-hmm. But the ones I find especially valuable are are tips that clearly came out of somebody learning something, using it. And having an aha moment themselves, like they weren't just trying to generate a tip to share, like this was genuinely interested, interesting to them. And right. they felt compelled to share it. Like, am I alone in this area? Come on, bail me out. No, I, I, yeah, I, I think you're right. I would say I, I would adjust what you said is I don't respect the impulse to share. I respect mm. the desire to share. You know, okay. those are, What's the those are two. Yeah, those are two different things. Impulses, I mean, think about impulsive people. Oh, just do a thing. Okay. You know? yeah. Whereas desire is I I really want to share and teach people. Sure. Yeah. But there's a process to that. And usually when you have a desire to teach, a desire to grow or whatever, it's it's yeah. the catalyst to doing something correctly. Where impulsive things are just like kind of blasting out to the world mm. and hoping it was right. And then you just right. add so much noise, you know. And yeah. so um Joel is being very nice here. I will be a little bit more grading and say, I I don't think you, I don't think there's any point in like looking at the manual, finding something in the manual and tweeting it verbatim. Like then just tweet the link to the manual. Like, like, I understand that that everyone reads the manual straight through like I do because they're not that weird. I'd say very Um, few people do that. Anyways, go on. (laughs) But, but, you know, at some point you, you have to say like, like just look, look at the source. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'd say there's a difference between an impulse and a desire. Yeah. Um, and I, I like the desire to teach and learn and share, but make sure it's something like like you just said, which is share like something that's unique, actually unique, not right. just plagiarism. Yeah. And it is it, like uniqueness is one part of it, but it's also like like I know there's very few original thoughts right in the in the entire world. But there's a difference of something that is manufactured versus something that was like almost discovered. Right. And so um, what I try to do when I'm going through the day, working on a project, writing code is just sort of keep my mind open. Like, was there anything I struggled with or was there anything I really liked? Sometimes Aaron, like you've given me a code review comment and I'm like a little mad at first. And then I'm like, wait a second, that's kind of nice. 
I'll share that and it'll be my idea now and Aaron will get no credit. <laughs> but but anyway, so that, that was just a little bit of an aside. I don't want to completely torpedo the discussion, but I feel better for uh, speaking yeah, my you, mind. You cranky old man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the, the last sort of reason why I think blogging, you know, like having this long form content is probably a, a good idea too, and not just being on Twitter or Mastodon is uh, you never know what's going to happen with those tools. Mm-hmm. They're owned by someone else. Let's just even talk about like Stack Overflow, okay. um, which Stack Exchange is actually owned by, at currently at the time of recording, owned by like an investment firm. So, oh. you know, there's there's no, they're not just doing it for the good of the world. They're trying to make money, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and so you basically build all this content and you put it on there, which is fine. Um, but then you you no longer control it. They could just turn off. They could, right. you know, these 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 systems like Twitter could just kick you off, and you lost this whole archive of stuff that you've been working on. I and, can't and picture so, that happening, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not saying that you shouldn't use those tools. Yeah. I absolutely should. That's that's yeah. discoverability and that's sharing and stuff. Mm-hmm. But when most of the content that I've shared over the years came from a backing of my blog, and so even if the flavor of the month tool to connect with people goes away. Yeah, I still have the core, the source of all the stuff uh, on my website and also in like a source that I could reuse later if I needed. Yeah, that, that's a good point. So you're using the different channels, but kind of what's your base channel having it be something you own? Yeah. We like to talk a lot about food. And that's why I was at the grocery store the other day. And there is a product in the uh the refrigerated section right next to the eggs. Mm-hmm. And the product is called just egg. So Aaron, oh, if yeah. I were to say to you, what do you think just egg is something called just egg? What would you, what do you think that product is? I would think it was solely and completely an egg. Right. But interestingly, this product is completely not an egg. It's, <laughs> it's like, like a, a vegetarian substitution for an egg, but I'm like, I, and I get that. And I even understand putting it on the shelf next to it because it's where you'd logically look. But to call it just egg is like actually yeah. the opposite of what it is. Am I am I dumb? Or- yeah, it should, it, it should be like almost egg or I can't pretty believe much it's not egg. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so that like um, and you know what? Maybe you'd buy it by accident and it'd be great. Like I, I've never tried it. So I'm not I'm not yeah. judging the quality of the product. But here, here's one I will. I have accidentally bought fat free whipping cream. And it, like, you know, if you know anything about dairy, like whipping cream is the highest fat content, yeah. like the most dairy of the dairy. So I can't imagine buying that except by mistake. And, and so like the, the package looks identical to the real whipping cream. But it just has a little ribbon that says fat free. And uh, I did pour that out and it was no good. Yeah, I don't know what that's made of, like chemicals and sadness. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, probably probably more than just cream. We're always working on mastering Laravel.io and we've added uh, some more content to it. Head over to our site and check out the articles section, which uh, features some original articles and some articles from our blogs masteringlaravel.io.